You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello and welcome back to episode 73. When I first thought about recording this episode, I worried that I maybe didn't have enough to say. The common thought of who am I to share this came up. Um, I'm sure you are familiar with maybe the feelings of imposter syndrome that come up and we begin to question whether we have or what we have to say is of value, whether it's good enough to share. And I'm telling you this, I'm sharing this with you now, because I think that it's important to notice when these thoughts arise. And I've found that most most of the time, they are trying to show us something. And most often, they're trying to protect us from a perceived risk. And by noticing when these thoughts and feelings arise, we're able to kind of begin to actually work on challenging them and ultimately changing those beliefs but that's for another day (laughs) I don't want to go down that rabbit hole Uh, for today's episode I wanted to get back to the subject that I really wanted to share with you today and it's about launching and you might be wondering what do I mean by launching so for me specifically it's It means promoting a new service or offering. Of course, this could include physical products too, but for this episode, I'm going to focus on launching services. So maybe that's your one-to-one work, any courses, digital eBooks, workbooks, that kind of thing. And if you're listening as this episode goes out, you may have noticed that I've been launching my group program, Fearless, over the last couple of weeks. The doors are currently still open, so if you are interested in what it entails, what it involves, um, you can head on over to the link in the show notes or head straight to my website, which is www.annadenlevy.com forward slash fearless. And it might be a little bit odd for me to be sharing my reflections on launching whilst I'm in the middle of a launch, but actually what I have found is that being in that messy middle means that I remember what it's like rather than thinking about it later on maybe and yeah perhaps not feeling exactly you know or forgetting certain things so I wanted to reflect on the lessons that I've learned through launching and I want to caveat that with saying that yes I've launched a few times already but many of those launches I wouldn't deem to have been successful and Maybe that's just how I've viewed them and it's really, obviously that's, you know, a whole different topic to explore. But what I didn't take into account, particularly when I first started launching, were the lessons I would learn along the way. So I didn't take the time to reflect on what went well, what didn't, how it felt as I was in that messy middle of launching. And instead I would focus on the negatives, I would focus on the fact that perhaps I didn't get X number of sign-ups. Maybe over the past couple of years, I've learned that launching is not just about the service you are selling. And of course, technically that is at the heart of the launch, but there's kind of so much more that comes into it. And for me, what it really comes down to is how we approach the launch and how 
I manage my energy and mindset during the launch. And so let me explain what I mean by that. You can have the best product or service there is out there, something that genuinely will help solve the problems or issues your audience is having, a solution to what they are looking for. But unless you are in the right headspace to show up in a way that works for you, and that bit is really important, then the people you could be helping may not even see it. They may not even know that you're selling something. And so the reason why I want to highlight launching in a way that works for you is because there is no secret strategy or six step plan that you can follow to guarantee success, in my opinion. Each business is so unique as are you and what may work for you know Susan down the road may not work for you and maybe Susan feels really comfortable showing up on video so she'll be selling on stories and IG or Facebook live but maybe that's your like worst nightmare maybe that is really not what you want to be doing and there's no point in trying to imitate someone else's launch strategy because if you feel if you don't feel confident about showing up in this way you're going to find every excuse not to because your self-doubt or rather your inner protector will find ways to keep you safe from this perceived risk. Having said all of that, I do think that there are certain things we can do to make launching easier. If there's one thing I've learned from, you know, the conversations I had with other business owners, it's that almost everyone finds launching hard because so often it feels energy draining, your self-doubt alarm is screaming and you don't know how to switch it off. If that sounds familiar, hopefully I can share a few lessons that I've learned and sometimes that I need to remind myself of too. So lesson number one, set yourself up for success. If you've ever done a launch before, you may have found that you felt exhausted afterwards, especially if you were doing everything during the launch, you know, maybe the emails, post captions, all that stuff. It can be really exhausting to be creating content and connecting with that purpose of why you're selling a service and showing up at the same time. Think about setting yourself up for success. And I don't necessarily mean a sellout launch, although that obviously would be nice, but setting yourself up so that you are ready before the active launch period starts. So this may mean writing all of your marketing material ahead of time. Maybe your marketing emails, your captions. This may obviously be a mixture of like pure sales emails as well as maybe more normal newsletters, including, you know, links to the service that you're selling. Uh, But by getting it ready in advance, you know that majority of the work is done and you leave yourself the headspace to show up during the launch. This can include your social media captions, images, graphics, Anything that can be prepared in advance is really helpful and trust me, you will thank yourself later. And not only does it help as your content is ready and pretty much scheduled to go out automatically maybe, it also means that if your self-doubt does show up, you're not then having to create content when you are questioning the offer or maybe whether you're questioning whether you're the right person to sell it in the first place because that can happen. (laughs) And trust me when I say that the inner critic can creep in unannounced and the more you have prepped in advance, the better. Having said that, I know that that may 
sound a bit like an ideal scenario, but if you find yourself going into a launch without the time to prepare beforehand, which I have done in the past for various reasons, sometimes, you know, it was down to poor planning, sometimes it was because I was really excited about an offer and I wanted to get it out there quickly and to kind of utilise that excitement and that energy that I felt around it. It doesn't really matter why, but hopefully the next couple of points will help you to keep your mindset strong throughout, even if you just haven't had the time to prepare all of the content. So lesson number two is all about energy. One of the main things I personally feel are important when launching is managing your energy levels. As I said earlier, launching can feel really exhausting, not only physically, but emotionally. And there could be a real kind of roller coaster. And particularly if you're feeling a little drained, this could impact how much that inner critic or, you know, the inner protector is actually showing up for you. A while back, I shared a post that talked about how if we are sleep deprived, our amygdala, which is the region of the brain associated with emotional processes, can have a heightened response to negative stimuli, which means that if we're not careful, our tiredness can actually contribute to us feeling rubbish about launching in general, or perhaps to being more sensitive when it comes to things like comparison or that internal voice that is questioning whether we have what it takes. So this is your invitation to make space for all the naps as well as early nights, but it's not just about the amount of sleep we get. We can also help to maintain good levels of energy throughout the day too, and I think that's a real key here for me personally anyway. Um, And maybe that means scheduling a daily walk, whether at the beginning of your working day or perhaps right in the middle of it, to give yourself some headspace. So combining that headspace with some gentle movement and you have yourself a nice little energy boost. Perhaps walking isn't accessible or you're not maybe that keen on walking. Write a list of things you can do, whether that's outdoors or inside, whether that's maybe running, just anything that will help you to replenish your energy levels. And obviously that could include some gentle movement, maybe dancing if that works for you maybe a bit of yoga, whatever it is. And by doing this over time, you'll create your own little plan for launching that is uniquely yours and you'll figure out what works for you and what doesn't. And you probably know by now that I think it's really useful to be aware of your cycle too, your menstrual cycle. And cycle tracking can be really helpful when launching actually, so that you are aware of when you may have less energy And if possible, scheduling the launch around the weeks where you'll feel at your best, like your summer phase, which is around ovulation, um, you might then feel most talkative and most comfortable with putting yourself out there. Having said that, it's not always possible to structure launches around cycles and just simply being aware of where you are in your cycle can be really helpful too. And knowing that you may need extra sleep or perhaps maybe a less busy schedule could make all the difference in how you feel about showing up and promoting your new service or offering. Lesson number three is all about perspective. I would love to say that over time I've learned to completely eliminate self-doubt when it comes to launching and sadly that is not the case and if I'm honest I don't think it's ever possible to completely eliminate self-doubt but 
that's a whole different topic. But one of the things that often comes up when talking about launching is the self-doubt. It's the inner critic and the wobbles we feel and experience as we go through a launch. And one of the things to remember, as Laura Phillips actually said in episode 30, which was all about launching, is that there are naturally more quiet days in your launch periods, like maybe day two, where Laura suggests that you actually just take the day off and she now actually just schedules time to maybe go and take herself off to a spa. Obviously in COVID times, maybe that is a social media day, social media free day or a day spent doing something you really enjoy um, that is currently available. (laughs) But yeah, what she said is that usually that is a tricky day with maybe very, if any, sales, which can then trigger that self-doubt. And if you're someone who may feel that self-doubt creeping in, maybe you can schedule something ahead of time to help you not only focus on something else, but also get a bit of perspective too. When we're launching, we're often really invested. I mean, I would assume that most of you listening have or dream of having a heart-led business, a value-led business, and with that comes the price of feeling really invested in what we're doing. And so it's only natural that we may feel sensitive when your self-doubt is triggered. And when this happens, movement and actually a change of scenery can be really helpful. If it feels overwhelming, maybe leaving the desk, switching your focus to something else entirely can help too. I like to go on long walks, maybe do a bit of meditation or journaling. And these are my personal go-tos. But there might be other things obviously that work for you at a time where you feel a little bit overwhelmed or you just have no energy to show up. And sometimes simply asking yourself when that self-doubt does come up, is this actually the truth? Uh, Can help you to stop those feelings of comparison or self-doubt from escalating. You can reconnect with your purpose with the reason why you've created this course, a program or workshop, whatever it is, and try to connect with the solution and transformation that you are providing to your clients. And I want to caveat that with saying that there is no off button or switch that will help you to magically move out of this headspace. But there are things that you can do and support yourself to move into a kind of a more resourceful space. And sometimes, The best that we can do is call it a day, leave your desk, take the rest of the day off and that's more than okay and sometimes we just need that and sometimes, you know, once you've done it, you'll come back feeling so much better the next day. So we are on to lesson number four and that is all about detaching from your outcomes. This is something that I constantly need to remind myself, although... I have to say that it's felt kind of easier every time I've launched something and particularly with this current launch I've felt like I've been able to detach a lot more than I have in in the past from the outcomes and the results that I hope or I am expecting and this doesn't mean that you when you do this it doesn't mean that you don't care about the results or outcomes or that you don't care about the service or offer you're selling quite the opposite But what it means is that you're able to detach your self-worth from the outcomes. Because I find that so often we attach our self-worth directly to our business results. And if things don't go as planned, 
Well, we make that mean that we are not worthy as humans, which, of course, couldn't be further from the truth, but that can be sometimes how we feel. So if there's one tip that I would like you to take away from this episode, let's make it this. The launch results or outcomes are not a commentary on your worthiness. The launch results or outcomes do not affect how worthy you are as a human. Practice detaching from those outcomes because there can be so many various reasons why a launch hasn't performed as well as you'd like it to. Maybe maybe your expectations were too high. Perhaps take some time to evaluate, reflect back on what has worked, what hasn't. But don't let a less than perfect launch dictate how worthy you feel. Of course, There are so many other things we could talk about when it comes to launching, but I hope that these four lessons will help to keep you in the right frame of mind. Every launch is a lesson, and with every launch you'll do better and you'll know more, Um, not just about the service or offer, but about yourself too. And I suppose one last piece of advice is to stick with it. When things feel hard, when maybe self-doubt does creep in and you feel like just giving in, just completely withdrawing from launching altogether, stick with it because you might be really surprised. Often, there's so so often, you know, you have last minute signups right before the doors close and it would be a shame if you stopped halfway through. So yeah, just stick with it. If you are looking for support in your business in the new year, my group program Fearless is now open for signups and it's a three month program for a small group of women and it's really kind of a blend between a mastermind, coaching and mentoring and we have twice monthly group calls and weekly accountability check-ins as well as Voxer, uh, a Voxer chat, which is essentially a bit like WhatsApp, it's just a messaging app, which means that we can keep in touch throughout uh, our time together. And it's really designed to help you do business on your own terms and figure out what works for you and how you can approach things in a way that feel aligned with how you want to do business. So if you are curious to find out more, you can head on over to the link in the show notes uh, and feel free to schedule a discovery call if you might you know, have any questions or anything that you would like to talk about. So I hope you found this episode really helpful. I know that I will continue to learn about launching and will keep refining this over time. But find what works for you, refine and do it again. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week.